Welcome to the His Call Technology Podcast, where we are communicating tomorrow's business needs today. From just outside Nashville, Tennessee, join His Call as we discuss all things telephony, data, and infrastructure related to business leaders. Here we go. Thanks for joining another episode of the His Call Technology Podcast. This is your host, Chuck. Today, I'm recording with Devin Hunter from Spinetics. Devin is here at our office for the His Call Technology Showcase. Devin, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Chuck. Uh, happy to be here. Glad to have you supporting us on the podcast and on with the showcase this week. Uh, thank you for spending time with our sales team this morning talking about your product and what Spinetics does and, and where it fits. In that vein, tell us a little bit about Spinetics. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like you said, it was, it was great to talk with the sales team earlier today. So Spinetics is a digital signage company. We've been around since about 2007, so 12, almost 13 years now. And our goal when it comes to digital signage is really to provide a total solution. And so when I say that, what I mean is uh, we have hardware players um, that go behind you know, a TV screen, a display screen that run the content. And then we also have a software program called Elementi. It's drag and drop, super simple and easy to use. And then we also have uh, widgets or apps that allow you to really easily build dynamic content with uh, our Elementi software and then send it to the players. And that's kind of how our solution works. You mentioned digital signage for those that may be listening that are not real clear what digital signage is. Can you explain that to them? Yeah, great point. So digital signage can really be anything. It can be anything from a, you know, a menu board in a restaurant to a mall kiosk to maybe a, a video wall in a, in a corporate lobby or even a, a house of worship may have you know, digital signs somewhere. So but, you know, any, any sign that used to be uh, printed can be, can be digital now. So it's communicating a message to an audience. And that could be uh, menu items, or that could be promotions, or directions, or I guess any number of things can create the content. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it can really be. It can be anything to to people, or messages, or telling people where to go in a building. There's kind of the sky's the limit when it comes to the messaging and the the content. When we talk about digital signage, I guess it's all about the content, isn't it? Yes, that yes, great point. Um, it definitely really is about the content because, like I mentioned a second ago, there is hardware involved. You know, you need a TV, you need a display, and you also need a little media player behind the TV that's running the content. But at the end of the day, what matters is is what's on the screen um, and what that finished product is. And making sure that it's engage it's, that it's engaging. You know, when somebody walks in the room, you want the content to to pop out, draw their attention, uh, to have some sort of purpose when it comes to what the content is. When you think about it, it's really a first impression. Whenever you walk into the room, especially now in the digital age, people are you know immediately going straight to the TV in in the lobby of you know of a dentist office or a church. There, that's where their their focus is uh, immediately. So when we talk about the content. Do you find that most of the time is the content there for the employees or the customers? Yeah. Which Which audience do you find most of the time the your customer is trying to communicate to? Yeah, that's that's a great question. There's 
there's really kind of two um, categories of of digital signage that we like to talk about. There's kind of like the the customer facing digital signage where like I was saying, maybe it's a a hospital or a dentist office. Somebody uh, walks into the lobby and you're kind of running content for a customer or maybe it's a corporate client and it's their corporate office and you you know you have content running in in the lobby or, or something. And then uh, kind of the second category would be more like an employee engagement kind of content, which you guys actually do a great job of this downstairs with your two by two video wall where you know you guys have a picture of your employees and it says their name and just kind of their their job title and what they what they do and that's that's kind of the other category is that engagement with employees yeah okay and and so for those who have not been to the his call uh, corporate office we do have a video wall when you come into our office in our lobby we have this two by two um, video wall and we communicate a lot of information there um, we will have the weather and the time and special messages that that his call may want to communicate to the employees uh, we've been running on the wall recently photos of all the employees with names and different kind of things like that um, and when customers come in it helps them get familiar with the faces and the names of the people that they might encounter but we also customize it when when vendors or customers come to put information up about uh, our visitor. It's heavily used. Yeah, one th- one thing I really like today I noticed on the video wall is you guys are using I think one of our calendar widgets on there, which uh, you know basically is showing events that are happening during you know during the day here at your office. Um, and it's, so it's kind of cool. It's it's dynamic. It's kind of down in the bottom. Uh, left part of the video wall. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what's cool, you know, about video walls too, is you can kind of stretch the content. You can have, uh, I think you guys have like the pictures of the employees on two, two screens, like two displays, and it, it stretches. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, you've you've got a good eye for that, Devin. You that's <laughs> you can describe that better than I can, and I've seen it so many times. Um, I take it for granted, I guess. So when we are talking about the content. What's the best way to create engaging content? You've talked about the widgets and we've talked about the photos and different kind of things. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it really depends on what the purpose of the signage is. You know, what is what is your purpose? But a good rule of thumb, if you can, is to focus on people. You know, there's some pretty good research done that, you know, we, we like to focus on faces. And so, you know, when you walk into a room and the, the TV is showing uh, a person, it'll draw your attention more you know, more so than just, uh, you know, weather or news or just some, like, if just normal TV was running, something like that. Um, the other thing, too, when it comes to, you know, engaging content is, is if you can, I, we always say, if you can ditch the L bar, do it. And what I mean by the L bar is um, in the past in digital signage, it's been really popular to kind of create this L with the top, you know, the top left, maybe being like the weather and the bottom right, the bottom, you know, being like a text ticker that ticks across the bottom. And so, especially nowadays, people have weather and and news on their cell phone. And so if you can, you know, if you don't necessarily need to have the weather and the news, maybe use use that screen to to do something maybe more valuable. Or if you need to, kind of like what what you guys have, have done in this video wall is you do have the weather but it's not taking up a whole side of the of the um, display. It's just kind of up in the corner, so that you still have a lot of space to to show people and to show events, to show things that are you know people actually would care about, give you guys more value. 
using the Spinetics product, um, is it time consuming to keep the content updated? Yeah, so that's a great that's a great question. Um, one one struggle with digital, digital signage in the past has been content going out of date. In the past, you know, somebody would maybe make a PowerPoint slide for an event, and you would you know send it to a display or a video wall, and then you know two days later you forget to change it out, and it's it's outdated. And so that's really the beauty of our solution is we have these widgets that basically can check uh, a source like the weather or the news or it could be um, some of your own content like stuff like Google Drive and OneDrive and Google Spreadsheets you know check on like an hourly basis and then just update automatically so then you know if somebody dumps pictures and videos into um, a OneDrive location they could be they could even be pictures that they made in PowerPoint Um, they can pretty easily dump them into the the OneDrive location and the widgets just automatically checking. So then, you know, they can really easily just take pictures in, take pictures out as they need to, you know, without even having to touch the, the Elementi software necessarily. Mm-hmm. So the, the Elementi software is what's running on the, the is controlling the content, right? Right. And it's referencing the external source for the content. Exactly. Yeah. So the way it would kind of start from the beginning is, you know, say you or I are kind of like the digital media specialist or, you know, we're the content creator, so to speak. You know, we would use Elementi on our personal computer, kind of build uh, a template in the software where you would say, okay, this widget is going to be on this part of the screen or if it's a video wall, just this display. Build your template, have it look really nice and clean. And then once you're done, then you can just simply publish that template that you've made to the the display or the video wall and because you've used widgets in that template um, you've set them up in Elementi they'll automatically check for you just on a regular basis whatever whatever you know resource you've pointed them to look at well what types of feeds should a company be considering for their uh, for their digital signage one thing that we always like to focus on is, is social media just because it's becoming more and more popular. And so, you know, a lot of companies and, and churches or whatever they might be, they have their own social media. So whether it's Facebook, Twitter, or, or Instagram, you know, we have widgets that work with those. And you can kind of show uh, either just the pictures, just the text, or a combination of the pictures and the text. So we always recommend social media. The other thing that you can do um, with social media is kind of treat it as a news source, which I think is really cool. So maybe your company doesn't use their own personal social media, or maybe they do, but you can actually show um, ESPN's Twitter feed, or you could show, you know, Sports Center's Facebook page, or you know, same thing with CNN and Fox News, etc. So you can use social media kind of as a news source, which is you know a little bit more unique and kind of new, kind of cool when somebody walks in to, to see posts about the news from from Twitter or something. Is there a way to filter that information? I mean, I know if you're pulling something from social media, are you able to control that any to keep content that you might not want people to see yeah, from a of, period? Of course, yeah. Social media is a double-edged sword. You know, it's a beautiful thing, but you also got to be careful at the same time. So say when it comes to Twitter, you can show your own posts. You can show a hashtag. You can show somebody else's page. What, what some people do is they, they pay for third-party services that will basically filter it for them. One thing I always mention that you can do is you can just make a blank Twitter um, account 
And what you can do is you can just retweet tweets that you like from your own page or maybe right. from, from really okay. anywhere. And then that way what you can do is you can point it to this basically blank Twitter account. No one follows it. You don't follow anyone. But then it basically it's filtered. You don't have to pay for a third party. Right. So that's a good way to do it. I follow you there. So uh, with social media being one way to uh, feed your digital content, Mm -hmm. um, you talked about shared drives to keep content updated easily. Mm -hmm. You mentioned uh, focusing on people and finding a purpose for your content. How does a business go about defining their purpose? At Spinax, we always say that we're trying to help you share your story. We, we all love stories. We all read books. We all watch movies. That's really what it comes down to digital signage as well, is sharing your company's, your company's story, whatever that may be. And so I think that's really the first question to ask is, is what is our story? What do we want somebody to take away from this? Do we want them to learn more about us as a, as a company, like our mission and our values? Do we want them to learn about our employees? Do we want them to learn about of events we've been doing in the community, kind of just ask you, ask some questions about, you know, start from the beginning, what is the purpose of this? Uh, just because I've seen people and companies just kind of throw stuff up on the screen just to get something up there. It's not necessarily bad, but it's, you know, if you took, if you take a step back and just kind of do some evaluation first, you can, you can make sure you're using the digital signage platform to the, to the highest potential you can. Okay. Yeah. So it's just looking at thinking about the message that you want to communicate. Right. Letting that define your purpose um, and your audience. Yeah. Then, just going from there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I got you. We've defined our purpose. We know what our story is and the message we want to communicate. Tell me a little bit about how Spinetics can help and why you're the best at it. Yeah. Absolutely. So the reason why I would say that we're the best or how we can help you accomplish this is we haven't talked about this much yet, but we we have hardware players that are about the size of an iPhone Plus, and there's one of those behind each TV screen, um, and they control the you know the media file that runs on that TV. And so the reason why you have one behind each screen is you know maybe you want four or five displays to show the same thing, but then four or five to show different ones. That way, in theory, each TV could show different content if it wanted to. So in those players, um, they have a three-year warranty that are built to last. So the nice thing is that you're buying something that is just simple plug and play and it just runs. It's not a, a PC either. So it's not, when I say PC, it's not a computer. It doesn't run Windows. And so I know we love all the Windows updates <laughs> that right. pop up there and crash your computer. <laughs> That's the beauty of this, this player is it doesn't have that. It pretty much, it's built to run. 24/7. So it gives you that peace of mind that you're not going to walk into your, you know, your corporate lobby when you have a, a huge important customer in there and your screen's down. You know, it's not that's not going to happen. Not a lot of moving parts, I suppose. Exactly. Yeah, it's that's it's a custom Linux just all solid state. That's the hardware aspect of it. The next step is as I mentioned at the beginning is the Elementi software, which we've talked about some already. The beauty of Elementi is it's really simple to use. If you've used PowerPoint, you know you can kind of get the feel for this. It, it allows you to really easily uh, drag and drop pictures and videos or, or widgets if you're going to use those and, and move them around. That's a great thing about Elementi. The other thing too is we have um, a YouTube channel online that's free. 
and we have over a hundred videos on there and they're you know they're short they're two or three minutes and you know if you're like oh I've never used the Twitter widget but I'd love to learn you can go on there and it'll uh, there's a video you can watch really easily and it'll show you so that ease of use is there and so I think that's kind of what makes us the best is you have a hardware player that's reliable gives you that peace of mind but then you also have a, a, a really simple, easy to use digital signage software where you have free resources online to help you whenever you need it. Does Elementi run on the player or does it, is it separate from the player? Good point. Yeah, I may not have clarified that well. So, so Elementi actually runs on a, on a PC. I can give you guys kind of just a example situation. You know, if you had a, a business or maybe a school, we'll say a school with they have 10 displays that they want to run digital uh, signage in. You would have one uh, hypermedia player behind each screen to run the content. And then maybe you had two uh, teachers that were kind of in charge of the digital signage. And so you would have two license keys of Elementi, one for each computer for each teacher to use to build content. They can work together on that and work building projects and stuff like that. And then you just have one player behind each screen. So two license keys, then 10 players in that example architecture. Okay. Yeah. And so when I buy a solution, mm-hmm. I'm buying a hardware player and the Elementi software. It includes widgets. How many widgets are in, included in there? So we've we talked about several already, but sure. how, how many widgets and... Yeah, absolutely. Now there's So there's actually over 250 um, wow. widgets. Yeah, so de- decent amount. And they um we've talked about some of them social media twitter facebook instagram some other ones like we've talked about the the spreadsheet widgets and the media folder widgets but there's also other ones like weather and rss feeds which are great for news and there's other stuff like clocks and dates and qr codes kind of really anything you can probably think of it's kind of, it's there's probably a widget in there for you that you could use okay do you find that certain verticals or industries companies are using more digital signage than others? I think overall, you know, every vertical definitely uses digital signage, but I think we've definitely seen a lot when it comes to education, you know, just when you have students and teachers just maybe uh, showing events that are happening at the school. We've seen that happening a lot. The other thing that we see a lot are just corporate or healthcare clients kind of doing what I talked about earlier, which was the employee engagement. So if it's a if it's a hospital or a dentist office, just you know, having that back room uh, content that's talking about events and employees and same thing in a large corporate example as well. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Devin, any final comments that you want to be sure to, that we get in on this podcast? Yeah. I mean, I think the only other thing that I, I we didn't really, we, t- we didn't really touch on, it's not, not too crucial, is there's also, we also have something called Cockpit, which is kind of cool I think and what it what it does is just a cloud-based monitoring system and it just kind of continues to solidify that peace of mind because what you can do is you can put your hardware players into cockpit um, your elementary license keys and then it allows you to safely and securely connect or to use the fancy word authenticate to Twitter and Instagram and Microsoft etc so it just lets you kind of look at everything in one place you can see when your players are online when they're offline what content they're running you know say my computer had elementi on it and it crashed i basically have the license key in cockpit and i can just put it on a different computer and it's you know no big deal 
So when I buy my players, I buy Elementi. Is Cockpit an additional option, or what's what's the charge? Maybe you yeah. Said? So Cockpit is actually free, which is a free um, service that we provide with our solution. So you don't Fantastic. have to pay anything extra. Yeah. Okay. When we talk about buying, uh, purchasing Elementi, how is it? Is it charged just for the software, or is it a per user or per player? How does it? How does it build per, out? Yeah. No, that's that's a good question. So um, everything is an an upfront purchase. We've kind of gone with more of a um, an upfront purchase model so that you can buy the players upfront and there's no monthly fee, no yearly fee. They just run. Same thing with the software. You just purchase the license key and it's a lifetime license. Every year we release a new version with new widgets, you know, usually 10 or 15 new widgets, but it's optional. So say Elementi's working great for you. You don't really need the new widgets. You don't have to upgrade to the new software. But if you know you saw one of the, the widgets, and you're like, oh, this this would really help us for what we're trying to do. You can upgrade for like a small fee, but it's completely optional. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you brought up cockpit. That's that's a good piece of information to know. Yeah. As you are trying and thinking about the story that that you have created for your business, and you're looking for. Um, ways to communicate that, to engage with your customers, your employees. Spinetics provides digital signage to help you create the content and easily communicate that with your audience. Devin, thank you for being here. Chuck, thanks for having me. I've I've enjoyed it. We really appreciate your support and uh, glad you're here with us this week. Thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate you joining another episode of the His Call Technology Podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode, and we'll continue to bring you uh, bring you good content, speaking of that. <laughs> as we wrap up today, as always, don't be afraid, only believe. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the His Call Technology Podcast. Subscribe to this podcast so you can stay up to date with today's business communication trends. To learn more about His Call solutions for your business needs, or to listen to previous podcasts, visit us at our website, hiscall.com.